0: excellent it was good it was good good well, God. uh i got the time we're going to have a study about the prayer of habakkuk but before that i want to show you something i want to tell you my list that i made here <laughs> you will be the first one that you have there you see it's a fernando's gardens summer activity too oh nice okay. croquet okay. And uh, I've been been (laughs) thinking and I've been praying, Lord, what should I do? I'm going to do something this time. I don't want to waste too much time. And yesterday, Saturday, as I was going out down to the garden, the Lord provided me the first family. His name is Joseph, his wife is Judith, and the daughter is Jopi. They are from Hungarian, and they live two doors down the road here. Wow. Wow. So we were there for an hour and a half talking, and sharing I, I, I explaining to them what was what doing and and i got an story i'm going to tell them the story they didn't know is uh they were asking me about my wife and my children my family so uh the story it uh, would be about maria and i know oh. that would put them a little bit uh, careful and sentimental and then i will <laughs> i will raise the emotion high you know Pope, Amanda, and maria. and then they will come high high and when they are right at the top you hit them with the gospel Five that's it that's it so maria that will be counted for souls
1: <laughs> anyway wow.
0: i got good news for you you are the first guy to know this uh, next saturday uh yesterday in a week next saturday we are going to have men breakfast here in my garden uh nine o'clock in the morning will be the breakfast for all the guys but anyone can come after eight clean, to serve, to put everything. We are going to do it with the, with the guys. Uh, why? Well, first is because I believe it's important to strengthen what we'll be doing. But also, particularly, because Ian and Alan, the both of them, they want to share a little bit more, and they want to come into the fellowship that we are doing. Particularly Ian. Ian is very keen to come and do, and be part of us. It's just, it's just, it's just at that point, uh, that the break point of actually, giving himself into it and that that will be and then on saturday the first of may we are going to have a dinner with this particular family family i invited them uh uh on saturday may the first of may it it will be yesterday two weeks in time and they are coming and the daughter will bring hopefully the 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 boyfriend the fiance because they're going to get married now in august and they are very keen we will talk and I, i want you to be there just in a friendly way we're going to see what it comes. But I know, I know the Lord is already uh, answering prayers and putting himself into that. Mm. So uh, I, uh, yesterday after I went and, um, and we got and engaged with this family and this couple and all this, I did all the preparation for the next summer. It's about wow. 20, <laughs> weeks, 20 weeks <coughs> with the men's. It will be breakfast in the morning, one Saturday. The following Saturday will be activities in the community. And reaching out to people will be drink, will be open home, will be Father's Day, party, bank holidays, whatever, and just to get around. And if you go friends, bring them around. There, there is to eat, to, to exchange things, to, to give people present, to, to do a little bit of work, <laughs> to find ourselves reaching out and not just talking, but actually doing it. Mm. And I wanted you to know that. Because I feel oh, very excited about
1: it.
0: Fantastic! <laughs> yeah, I feel I feel really excited. The Lord is good, isn't He? He really yeah. gave me this couple out of nothing, out of a conversation, and and the man was so happy to see me and to call me. He said, "You don't know what are you calling me to this house? He called me to this house." Oh, and they're from Hungary, you say? They are Hungarians. Yes, they're from Hungary. They are lovely people, are ordinary people, working class people. Uh, yep. She is uh, the daughter. is a teacher. He is uh, uh, one of those guys who do services with the van, bringing him and doing lifts and things like that. And she works uh, as a pair. The mother they they, they manage themselves. You know, Excellent. Yeah, but they need the Lord. They are. They already told me they are Catholics. and I know all the story. And they go to the Sacred Heart of Jesus Church here in Cobán, blah blah. You know, they go once in a year or twice in six months or something like that because mm. and i'm glad i come from a catholic country so anyway that's that's a great joy for me excellent to, yeah you know, yeah i really like that and i'm very pleased to say that the law has been good and then we are going to concentrate saturdays if you can do it i want you to remember you you too guys if you can do it you can be always busy on saturday working for the lord and maybe in the men's breakfast we will start to pull people into it and they are coming I already spent last Saturday morning with with Ian, we went for two hours talking about his his, his future church and what he wants really, and he agreed with me, he needed an apostolic church, he wants something different. And I spent Friday morning with Alan, and I went to have a whole morning breakfast with him talking about his life and situation. He is open but not as much as Ian because mm. he really want to get rooted into something, to be fruitful. He just had more ideas around criticizing mm. and talking negatively. So this is the time for me to do something, Fernando, before we'll be too late. Yes. And he, he was recognizing that my leadership hasn't been that bad and, and the men's, and it has to be something good because all the different groups of men in Hilson came to nothing. They started four different group of men and, and here and there and different areas and region and reach it started the pastor started a group men of hilt song and guilford and at the end the only group that is stand is our group it's my group of, of, of men so mm. he he said i go with you because i i like to see that you've been faithful and you've been for three four years tolerating us and you're a good yeah man. so i tell you i did i did uh, text uh, ian but i haven't heard back from him yet yeah he's not brilliant about uh, all these old man doesn't like it's not important they don't do it anyway Okay, let's go to the Bible open your Bible you got your Bible please I want you to have your Bible with you please Uh, a proper Bible and open it in Habakkuk Habakkuk is the prophet I'm sorry I've only got that Bible you gave me (laughs) (laughs) no (laughs) one Habakkuk (laughs) is after Nahum you know, Micah, Nahum, and Habakkuk. Because we are going to talk about prayer today. But we're going to talk about prayer that is a unique prayer. Mm-hmm. You're going to see prayer from a very different perspective of what you've seen. It's not a nice prayer. This is quite an awkward, horrible prayer, but it's effective. And prayer is always effective. But what is it value? I mean. Okay? What is value there, okay? You go Habakkuk, chapter one, okay? I'm going to wait for Ted. We want him to have it. This. Oh yeah. Yeah. Have a cook, chapter one. Keep it there for yourself. And we are going to pray for a minute. Lord Jesus, we thank you, bless you for this moment. We ask that this word you will grant it to my brothers and my family, mm. and to Elizabeth, Lord, a, a clarity understanding and a blessing to them. That it will bring us to us the understanding that you are the one who listens to any prayer even the words of the prayer, you are listening to it and you answer to them. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 So I'm going to take you through the whole book and I'm going to end up in the prayer of Habakkuk in chapter three, but we are starting in chapter one. Right now, we are going to read a couple of verses there. Habakkuk chapter one, verse two, well, verse one. Verse one, he said, the the prophecy which Habakkuk the prophet saw. And then he said, Jehovah, how long will I cry, uh, you will not hear, I cry out to you, violence, and you will not saved. Mm. Why, you, why do you show me iniquity and look at perversity? For destruction and violence are before me, there is a strife and contention rises up. Therefore the law is paralyzed, justice never goes forth, for the wicked surround the righteous therefore justice go forth perverted mm-hmm. we're going to stop there and we need to understand what habakkuk is doing ha- habakkuk is is a prophet but actually uh, his book is a prophetic book according to what the lord told him and the prophecy of the, the prophecy that god gave to Habakkuk is in base of a prayer he was tired he was fed up of seeing all this injustice all this unrighteousness all these people calling what is right calling wrong and what is wrong calling right he was seeing that there were no any kind of justice in the land and he come before god and he come in prayer his prayer is not a normal prayer it's not the prayer lord jesus i love you i contend, you know thank you you saved me today you are wonderful no his prayer comes from an anguish and his prayer comes from a heart that is totally uh, uh, a corrupted or in bad condition before God and before man he feels uh, a discontent with all the situation and what is even worse that the prayer of his heart it is something that he's putting before God and he's saying to God, God. You're not listening to me you're not, you know you know you're not saving anyone why are you doing it mm-hmm. you know and that's the real understanding of the book of Habakkuk. Uh, Habakkuk prophecy is the resulting of a prayer that was made out of discontent and problems and he was fed up with the situation the prophet is trying out to God you don't do anything you know everything is going wrong the law is being twisted and there is a whole injustice in the world and it looks like today, he was very much actually yeah. praying with a, with a bad heart all the understanding that God listened, but not with the sweet, tender love for God. He was bitter with all the neighborhood around and all the justice and the land. Consequently to that, the Lord answered him, and the Lord come and answered to him twice on different occasions, but when God answered to abacook his prayer, didn't like it because the Lord said oh I'm going to do justice I'm going to bring situation under under my control what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring the Babylonians who are a horrible nation mighty mighty big army more powerful than you they don't respect the woman they do not respect the child they do not respect the elderly they will kill anyone and they don't care who is pregnant or not Mm and they are going to do me justice in the land because of your leaders has uh, moved themselves away from the word of God and because the whole nation is in idolatry, is in sin. So consequently, God is going to bring the Babylonians. When Habakkuk listened to that, he get fed up and he goes for the second prayer we will see in a moment. It's in chapter two. He said, But why are you going to do that? We, we, I mean, we are better than these Babylonians. They are, These Babylonians are the worst, they are they are peaked they are uncivilized animals almost and God said I am answering your prayer I will bring justice to you but in the process of that God speak to him twice two times and Habakkuk changes completely and actually he end up in the prayer of Habakkuk 3 16 that is a precious prayer and he takes us up to there but before we go there let me let me give you let me give you a couple of things very clear very clear here in chapter one we see him actually asking telling God why you don't listen why you don't saved and this is the complaint that he had he got he got a complaint in his heart and his heart is full of anger and full of strife and full of problems with the situation going on let's say like you and me instead of praying lord jesus oh we bless you thank you for this family and thank you for that you get and start to say lord what are you doing this earth all this pandemic has been a year we cannot worship you we cannot do nothing in church we are not meeting together you got to here isolated and you don't save anyone mm-hmm. now maybe it sound strong to you and to me but this is a proper prayer and it's right according to the situation we are living is the right prayer. I said, like, God, come and do something. Come and bless this land. Come and talk to these people. Come and show us your grace. You know? And Habakkuk is is in that situation bringing about the clarity that is needed for, for the house of God, in particularly for his own life. He is the prophet, but the prophet's prayer is is it is not, not being done in, in the right way. So we have, we have in chapter 2, you go with me to chapter 2, you know, in chapter 2, Habakkuk said, I will stand in my guard, post at the station myself, uh, on the lookout of the tower. I will watch to see uh, what he will say to me and what I should reply about my complaint, you know. So he, he comes to the presence of God and he decided to go to a place to stand still and wait. He's waiting on God and God is coming to him. And perhaps this is the most difficult thing for us, for a Christian is to wait in the answer of God. God always answers. God never is late. He never is out of time or out of season. When he comes with the answer is the right answer for you or for me and is the answer that will actually will fit into our emotional and psychological pattern mm. that take care of us not just in order to give us an answer he's not desperate to give you an answer and to put you uh, like a headless chicken full of activity or nerviosity he will bring an answer that will give us peace and will give us uh, dominion and will give us power and empowered us to be able to have a spirit of self-control mm-hmm. and a spirit of, of, of prayer that is answered with a weight or quality that you see this guy has been in the presence of God. Mm-hmm. And it's so important to find ourselves in that presence, mm-hmm. in that prayer. Why? Because it's not our prayer. Our prayer is good and it's valid God will answer it. It's because of his answer. The answers mm-hmm. of God are right according to the situation that we live the answer of the answers of God come to us to help us emotionally physically mentally even organically in our in in a being he will his word will heal us and will bless us and will put us and give us the give us the weight give us the elegance give us the quality this man has been in the presence of a mighty God and God knows that his people is looking for because you are not receiving an answer from fernando you know fernando gave an answer and it value nothing if, if pastor derek will give me an answer is it pastor derek give, me an, answer. Is okay. mm. give me an answer it's okay Him will give me an answer but you are receiving an answer from the creator of the universe you are receiving mm. an answer from somebody who have to be careful what he said because whenever he said it it will bring Judgment, it will mm-hmm. bring restoration. It will bring life. He will kill. The mountain flee when he talks. Yeah. The right. ocean shake. The universe tumble. The, the, the whole world, when he opened his mouth, the whole world put attention. Mm. And everyone take very careful mm. the word of God and his creation and his creatures. Yeah. He's, not, mm-hmm. he's not to be played with. He's not to be taken uh, a dislike yeah. he's not contending with any man he's not trying to prove anything to anyone mm-hmm. It's his will. It's, it's your will. And he creates you like the universe. But you and me are more valuable than the birds or the flowers or the universe or the moon or the stars or the rivers. He creates you at the crown of glory. And the only creation that he did with his own hands, it was the it was the, the man and the dust that he took from the earth. Mm. He created men. Hallelujah. He created man because is the expression of his own will. And is the quality of a design that is, is it perfectly and stylistically being made and performed with beauty, with, with engineering, with, with qualities that nobody can understand how the system organically works, how the mental system works, how the nerves of the body works. How the legs respond to the mind and the eyes respond to the ear. How even the wind speak to us and we move. How how we breathe and everything is together in one particular shape. bringing a glory and beauty of our physical body that is unique. Yeah, amazing. He it's not, it's, it's not, it's not, doesn't take lightly what he created. He might take lightly the mountain that flee away from him susceptible or the cows or the animals that actually remove themselves when they hear the thunder and the voice of God but we answer to man he answered to man with the quality of his heart and the beauty of his nature the most precious thing that he created why do I say that so profoundly for me it's because the one I procreate I saw her going I saw my little girl that was born 29 years ago, Maria Fernanda, I took her, man. um It was a little thing, it was my own flesh and my own blood. It was my little, beautiful little girl. We were so happy, Elizabeth and I. We enjoyed the girl, it was so beautiful. She grew up, it was the, it was the star uh, of the party. It was the, the, the lovely little thing of my life. I love her to pieces. And when you see that, and, and when she called me, Papi, puppy, puppy. I need this. yes darling, I was putting all this attention. When yes. she said, I need to go to the unit, yes darling, the car is ready for you. Papi, I want some bags. Oh, I bought two or three for her, no one. And when we needed, when she needed some clothes in Spain, I bought her eight different dresses and four different trousers and that sort of thing. I spent money, is my daughter, it's the most precious thing. I am going to answer to her all that she needs. God is with the prophet, he said, I will answer you, all your needs, I will give you the answer that you're looking for. (coughs) And then, when the prophet is there, God is dealing with his creation, he brings the answer and the prayer will stand there, you know. And then, Habakkuk 2.2, it says, the Lord answer me, write down the vision, clearly inscribe it, on tablets so uh, one may see it and read it. For the vision is yet to be to the appointed time and testify about the end and will not lie. So God give him a vision and give it a reality. What happens here is very simple, very simple. Revelation come from prayer. Revelation come when God answer prayer. Prayer is the instrument and the way that you may find being rebuilt, things that hasn't ever been revealed to anyone, you know. Revelation also comes to a, a particular time and season. God will set things and He will give you the time, enough to put things in order, to wait for you, to wait psychologically, to wait for you to do things in the appropriate way, to take your decision. If you got a job, he will understand that your boss needs decision and may take two weeks to fit. God God is is taking details and every detail in what he does. But there is a time for everything to be fulfilled. And also in this particular vision that it was given to to Habakkuk, you know, God makes sure it's said at the end, it will come. Meaning the word of God, the word of God will not pass away empty. Mm. Heaven and earth will pass away by every word of the mouth of what will come truly, completely to be the word that he said they're going to be. Today we are living Amen. in a pandemic. Today my heart has been a stressful for a year. I haven't been able to have fellowship. I haven't been able to go to a church. I've been in this office. I've been doing all sorts of things in order to entertain myself or to move on with God. But but you cannot move on with God and without the people of God. Because mm-hmm. also God isn't his people. God isn't mm-hmm. in, in Ted. God is in James. God isn't that there, there is a beauty of being together. There is a beauty about the body. There's a beauty about the body of Christ that makes us to be part of that body and make us to feel love, appreciated and also corrected and disciplined and talk and encouraged. We are not here to be loners in the desert. If somebody there to believe that he is, or he is lying or he doesn't know what is the beauty of being in fellowship with others in love in the presence of God. If people start to talk negative, it's because they never experience what is the real love. And what is the real fellowship and the love of the body of Christ? And that's something that we have to understand and esteem. And then the prophet carried on with all discussion with with God. And God comes in in chapter 2 verse 4 and he said this. uh, uh, Yes, chapter 2 verse 4, he said, Look, uh, the ego is inflated. He is without integrity. But the righteous one will live by faith. And this is one of those passages where the particular uh, saying that the righteous will live by faith, it is here in Habakkuk. At this moment, the prophet is in taking the word of God, and he moved from the complaint of the situation that he is having around the area and all the problem of Israel and the problem of injustice, the problem of righteousness, he's moving to a level of faith and he moved. Into that particular level of faith, you know, the righteous will live by faith. Faith is 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 reminded to the prophet. The prophet has for God that God is a kind of faith. Circumstances changes when there is faith. Or oh, let's put it in this way: me changes with the faith of God, made mm-hmm. me to do to look the circumstances positive. When you see things negatively, when you see somebody being uh, perhaps uh, too much into talking and complaining is because there is no faith. Faith, yeah. it brings any situation into perspective that God is at work and working indeed. Amen. So we have in chapter 3, we're going to have a cook, uh, chapter 3, you know, verse 1. And then Habakkuk says here, the prayer of Habakkuk, the prophet, according to the Shigilon or somebody there. <laughs> a, you know. Yeah. You know. The Lord, I have heard the report about you, Lord. I stand in all your deeds. Revive us. Revive your work in these years. Make it known in these years. In your wrath, remember mercy. Remember mercy. This is one of my favorite sentence when I go into prayer. Anytime I pray, I always use it. I learned it very early in my my days in prayer. God, remember mercy. Remember mercy why? Because I know that my righteousness are not good enough. Because I know I am not the perfect man. Because I know that the world is going through a difficult time. And this is the moment to cry out, remember mercy. Because the message of God are good. Because it's better to fall into the hands of God than into the hands of men. It's better to be into the discipline of the Holy Spirit and God in your life than to be discipline by the police of your family or your neighbor that come and destroy your life, eat your bones, dirty your name, you know, put as a bad recommendation on the top of your head. And men are, perf- are, are the perfect creatures. To bring about bad communication or bad recommendation. It doesn't matter if a, mate, it's a brother or a sister. Be careful, you know, he did it, da da da, she did that, she is this, you know. if, if somebody will remember every detail about the bad that we have done, is it is the brothers and sisters in order to be careful because they need to show that they are right, they are justice. <laughs> God said I will not remember your dirty sins. If you are in faith today, your sin of yesterday come by. Mm-hmm. God doesn't look back and bring about situations to dirty mm-hmm. my future or to charge me with what I did wrong. His mercy endures forever. His name is great and is powerful, and he is the God of mercy, and that's why He the, the Prophet is saying, is saying here, in your wrath, remember mercy. Have mercy on us. Chapter 3. You know, so in, in, in verse 2 that we read, we, he, the prophet is saying, I have heard about your report and I stand on all of your deeds. So he started to bring about the clarity who God is. It's up to this moment. Before that, the prophet was, uh, was sort, of, sort of kind of shaken by the circumstances he was living. The prophet is. It was shaking like any human being. The, the Babylonians are coming. The nation is is in mm-hmm. pandemia. The government is doing bad. The, the 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 immorality is growing. The liars are everywhere. The media <laughs> is not telling us the truth. Nobody is really bringing any message of comfort. Where is God in this land? God is not here anymore. You are not here. You're not answered. You're not coming to England. You're not coming to your land of revival. You're not bringing us, our church. Four people trying to be a church in a distance through a little camera in order to provide that God is there. Where are you, God? Mm. Deep down in our heart, we feel quite the same, oh, I do at this moment of time. The prophet, because God spoke to him in chapter 2 and he said the righteous was live by faith. So he answered now and he is the prayer or the, or the answer that he received. Habakkuk pray, And then he, now he changes in chapter 3 and he goes into prayer mood. Now he changes and he the first thing that he does in his prayer mood or, or in his faith of prayer, he actually is remembering the fame of God, the name of God. The name that is above all names, the name of Creator Elohim, the name of Jehovah, the One who is who made covenant, the, me, the name of uh, uh, Adonai, the Master and the law of everything. Chapter three is speak to us of the deeds of God are unforgettable, and His acts are always good and powerful for people. And then He move on. And he moved on, in verse three, he said, "God came from Teman, the holy one from the mount Paran. His splendor covered the heavens, and the earth is full of his praise. His brilliance is like the light, Ra- rays are flashing from his hand." So he, he is he is actually in in a poetic way he bringing the division of the Sinai. And when the Egypt were come out, coming out of uh, Israel, were coming out of Egypt, and they were in the desert, and the cloud came, and and God is going to give Moses the law, and the, coming from slavery to citizenship to nation, mm-hmm. What was the God who did that? He says very clear. it says very clear in verse five. You know, plague goes before him, and pestilence follows, and he says step, mm-hmm. he made judgment of all Egypt. You know a very strong word plagues goes before him. So Ten plagues went to Egypt. He sacrificed a lot of people, a lot of idolatrous people, a lot of human beings, that was also his image, but he put them like nothing because he loved his own people that follow him. How much he loved you today that he has given the Son and to you and to me. He will answer our prayer. He will sacrifice Anyone, he will bring any situation, but he will remember you who who are the child, the son, and the daughter of God. Mm -hmm. He says, the pestilence follows, and he says, step. It looks like everything is, is very similar to today. Very similar. If you put attention to what we are living, for a year, a plague has followed in the presence of God. Anywhere, you cannot even get around God or around God's people, because you could be infected. Death is walking in the street, you know, invisible, un- invisible. Invisibility of death is coming to man, and men without realizing in one moment or another, with a breath of life, they can be infected with death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and with the breath, they're supposed to be live forever, because this is life, I'm breathing. It came to be dead. You breathe that breath of an infected person, and you end up in the hospital. Suddenly, your throat can close down. Then later, your your lungs start to to cough and to full of water, and at the end, the person end up more than that alive. And many have died, mm. thousands, millions mm. died mm. because of the wickedness mm. and because of the sin of the world today. And nobody, and this is the sad thing, nobody in this world has ever recognized. Is there a God in England? Has it got the English people one God? Who is the God of English people? Who is the God of the Europeans? The ones that once ago they saw mighty revival, powerful nation, richest nation, glory and honor and thousands and millions of people converted and a multitude coming to the service of God and thousands went to the mission field. Where is the God of Israel? Where is the God of England today? Mm. Where is my God? Mm. The prophet knows that and he understands the situation is there. But Mm. now he changes from being a complaining, prayerful man waiting in the station and waiting for God to do something because he believed God is doing nothing, he could dead at dodo I suppose, he was there, now he comes in chapter 3 with a prayer of remembrance, how much we need to remember what he did for us in the early days, how much we need to remember where he took us from. How much we need to remember that you would have been dead today, James. You would have not been by God. You got all the right to be dead, James. You would have been killed, mm. broke, whatever. You and me, I got all the right. I, my right is no 100. It's 200%. Fernando would have been in a mm. prison or would have been three meters down the earth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was. He was kind. He was good. And I have to remember, I have to make memory of his, of his fame. I have to make memory. Perhaps I didn't, I was, I was known with Israel and Egypt, I was known with Israel and, and the battle, but I was with my own life. Yeah. Mm. And I'm still here, breathing, well-dressed, and having a roof over my head because of God. And when you get to the level of faith, when your prayer changes from being a complaining prayer, a desperate prayer due to the circumstances you are living because you are in a mess, and then you move to the level of faith, prayer takes completely another change. <clears throat> it <takes> fire. <clears throat> First, it takes you to see clarity. Who is that God that we worship? What sort of God is he? He's mighty God. He's no one to play with. He's no one that is going to tolerate sin forever. He's no one that is going to permit immorality forever and everyone mm. being pleased and joining in the party and the binging every Friday, every Saturday, every year, every month, every decade. You have been there for already 60 years, 70 years. The nation forgot about God. They removed the Bible. They removed the prayer from the school. They removed the Ten Commandments. They removed God from the picture. We won the monkey. Now we believe in evolution. They removed mm. him from the everywhere yeah they cannot remove him from the consciousness of man yes because yeah. at the moment that you are destroyed by the enemy and mm-hmm. the circumstances is is actually swollen you are uh, down swelling you down to to your neck mm. and the water is is just at your nose mm. there is one god there is only one god yes. his name is jesus There's only one who saves. There's only one who brings life. There's only one who changes your life and changes your motive and changes your family and changes your mother and your wife and your father and whoever needed. There's only one who brings changes completely opposite to the reality. But what he expected first, like the prophet, that we may come to him, even it, but come to him. That's the first level of reality. The second level of reality, and your complaint, you come to him. Be honest and sincere. The prophet was mm. very honest and sincere. Ask God, I am complaining about this. Yes. God doesn't want repetitive, vague prayers without any heart into it. The prayer is no good because it sounds good. The prayer is no good because it good Hebrew word. The prayer <laughs> is no good because I studied the the theme. And I pray. Mm. The prayer is not good because I repeated the, the our Father who are in heaven. No. The prayer is good mm. because he got the heart into it. It's sincere, mm. it's transparent. Amen. And the prophet was with this kind of prayer. But when God spoke in chapter two, an inundation of faith came to him. And then he moved on. And then he came to chapter 3, already the prophet of God. The circumstances hasn't changed at all babylonia is already coming on the way the nation is still the same but the prayer has made the prophet to change because a little bit of faith it changes your perspective in life a little bit of faith we don't need great faith actually i have to honor to be honest to you to say I was asking God to much, you know, how do I do because I don't want to fail. I don't want to do the wrong thing, but God called and yesterday, that family was the open door for me. It is the time, Fernando. Mm-hmm. Move on. The mm-hmm. time is there. I'm giving you, mm-hmm. I'm giving you a token. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. 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 Mm-hmm. I don't need, uh, uh, even the donkey knows where the green pasture is. <laughs> Will Fernando understand where God is talking or not? <laughs> even the dog back when he wants to play or being happy and we're supposed to be more than donkeys and more than dogs. The time has arrived. The faith needs to be there. And then the prophet finished here. Let me read to you, let me read to you, sorry. Let me read to you verse 16 and, and the end of the chapter 3 verse 16. I heard, I trembled within. my my lips quivered at the sound. rottenness entered my bones, I trembled where I stood. Now I must quietly wait for the days of distress to come against the people invading us. So the circumstances hasn't changed. Verse 17. Though the fig tree does not bud, and there is no fruit on the vines, though the olive crops fail, and the field produce no food. Though there are no sheep in the pen, and no cattle in the stall, yet I will triumphal in the Lord. Amen. I will rejoice mm. in the God of my salvation. Jehovah, my Lord, is my strength. He makes my feet like those of a deer and enables me to walk on mountain height. The, the prayer is answered, not to change the circumstances, but to change the prophet. The prayer brings tribulation. The prayer brought a word of God that it produced faith in the man. And he said, the righteous will live by faith. He completely changed and he ended up his prayer time with God in a wonderful praising of God, uh, capacity to take care of him in the middle of the judgment of the nation. Because he said, I will rely, I will be quiet, I will wait for the God of my salvation. That means that he knew he was going to be saved. Oh, the Babylonian came, they come and there will be the third world. Russia coming against America, Russia, England and China. You put it and there were missiles flying here at the top of this head. Whatever, you make sure that one thing is clear the same one that saved you in the moment of peace is the one that can save you in the time of war he is the savior of the world he know how to save you you know how to save the baby to not to die and he know how to keep you alive and, and 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 the right shape if we dare to believe him we dare to know that god is the one who is taking control of this world whatever is going on the pandemia is in the hands of god He did work all these things? No, he didn't. There were pandemia or coronavirus or COVID-19 in heaven. There isn't any heaven. Mm. The wickedness of men produced it. The scientific knowledge trying to substitute the knowledge of God, bring about these things, and God now knows that man is using it. Consequently, he allowed to run in the whole world. I'm going to use it for the purpose. But I know there is one guy. He's from Costa Rica. He lives in Coban. I have to take care of him. His name is Fernando. Mm. He had complained many times. (laughs) He got a little faith. And I have to save him. I have to save Ted. I have to save James. Mm. The God of our salvation. He said, the prophet, at the beginning, and listen, and I finish with this, because he knows the prophet knows that God is leading the world for a purpose of his son and he knows why that's an answer that I don't have myself and I know pretended to have it I know Jesus is coming but why this all this happening, I don't know mm-hmm. number one the prophet started perplexed with the circumstances and danger that was around and he and that full of peace the prophet were confused with the wickedness of the day. Now he end up with contentment that God is in charge. Amen. I don't understand it, but I'm contented. I mm-hmm. know what he's doing. The prophet started fearful of all that was going on, and mm-hmm. security was in his life. He ended up full of faith and relying on the God of his salvation, mm-hmm. our salvation. So the perspective of prayer have to do a lot and the way that you and me pray. Mm-hmm. Some people pray with the lips, other people pray with the mind, the other people pray with the heart. Mm-hmm. Putting the heart in prayer, it will make you to see the right perspective of your mm-hmm. prayer. And it will bring God to change our attitude and our perspective mm-hmm. instead of changing the whole circumstances. Around us. Mm. For me, this is a new day. For me, it's a new life because I believe this little church, I am responsible to see something here that God would do. I'm mm. responsible before God, before my wife Elizabeth, who has been really good and prayerful woman and dedicated to it in many ways. You don't know how much work Elizabeth does for you and for me. You know, she really does, and, and it's difficult for her. And, and I know how much she she actually pushed herself to do it. Mm the day of tomorrow if, if we have to honor somebody that our church may grow and will grow and i'm really determined to believe that there a little bit of faith in my life will will move families and people and this will come to be a lovely lively good church if we have to honor it's god first but also elizabeth because you've been doing it in a great way to you i owe you the support and the love that you are with me and the prayer that you pray for me you didn't have to be with us and you didn't have any, you were not committed. You don't went to no into any commitment to be with a guy that is a little bit crazy. Uh. <clears throat> to be with a man the dreams and dreams and dreams, always dreaming to see great things. And even has been difficult for my life. You know. I haven't seen all that I want. I still believe it. I guess sometimes I complain a lot I identify with how I cook why my daughter where's my church where's the people who listen to my teaching I got good teaching I know that I got good revelation and it's like I'm waiting at the station I'm going to see God coming (laughs) and I'm going to be happy to say that I've changed my The faith has changed my attitude, not the circumstances. But this faith, with the real attitude, will change even the circumstances. And we are going to see God at work. And every prayer of yours will be answered. And every little prayer of me will be answered. And God will remember. And we will glorify the Lord and we will know that whatever situation is going on, even there is nothing to rejoice. Because it has been three, four months You are together and there's nothing to rejoice apart from you and me being happy and drinking. And that is it. There's nothing. (laughs) Let's be honest. Let's be sincere. I haven't seen a miracle. I haven't seen a conversion. I haven't seen nothing. There's no no more than the normal thing. What I'm doing, it could be done by a Muslim. It could be done by the Hindu. It could be done by anyone else. But the difference is the faith and this word, the word of God. The power mm. of the Bible mm. and our God of our salvation. He will mm. come to this nation, and yeah. I'll be part of that remnant. I'll be part of that apostolic church. Mm. And yes, I will see. I will see the glory. Mm. I will see his wonders. Amen. And I will be part of this world satisfied that God has been with us. Amen. 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 They have communion today. Amen. I think we should finish here. You know I won't be able to talk anymore. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Here we go, you communal element? Yes. Oh. Hold <laughs> on. I'm so glad that we're here together. So, even though there isn't too much to the circumstances change, we are going to rejoice uh, in our God back. our Lord. Amen? Have you got the bread? Amen. God bless you, Fernandez. So precious to be to be blessed, to have the word of God. Today we take this bread, Lord Jesus, with gratitude for what you have done for me. Let my life do not be ashamed. Let myself come with something that will honor you. Let the word of my mouth praise you, and the attitude of my heart change. And even the circumstances doesn't change. I want to be like Habakkuk with a God that is capable to bring out of the circumstances a very negative, mighty blessing and power for his people and his glory. So we take this bread with gratitude and today we say, Lord Jesus, thank you. Thank you because you habilitated me with a life that I never had before. I would have never had it. Even in the fullness of my strength, I would have never be able to portray it. Thank you. Thank you for your body that was broken for me. I take this bread in Jesus' name, amen. amen. The same way he took the cup, he it says, it's a new covenant. God is in covenant with me and with you. <laughs> God wants to fulfill his covenant because he's no a guy, he's not a God who lies, neither that would deceive anyone. What he said he meant it and what he promised he will do it. Today we bring this cup in the blood of Jesus that is between God and us. So because God has made a covenant with me, I'm asking him to fulfill the blessing of his side. Mm. I cannot do anything only to give you my life. In my body but you can do great things to this and bless the life of thousands we bless this blood and we said that the blood of jesus be upon my decayed body be healed be restored be energized body in the name of jesus amen, amen. let's take the one